Well, what's up? Welcome to the Max Student Podcast. My name is Jonathan Juarez, and I'm the student minister at the MacArthur Park Church of Christ here in San Antonio, Texas. Now, the purpose for this podcast is to give our students an opportunity to share some of their experiences and thoughts as we talk about life, culture, and faith. For our first episode, we had Scarlett O'Brien and Vivian Whittington, who have both graduated from our ministry and are headed to college. Scarlett will begin her freshman year at Abilene Christian University, and Vivian will begin her freshman year at Harding. I always enjoy talking to these two, both great and kind individuals, so we took the chance to talk about some of their favorite memories together, spent some time discussing their connection with art and youth slang. That was fun. We also talked about the parable of the guest at a wedding feast we find in Luke 14, 7 through 14, and we had a little fun with this or that questions, and then we end the episode with them asking me a few questions and some closing remarks about what my soon-to-be-born son is going to be like, and then them leaving for college. So we're meeting with two of some of my favorite people who are sadly leaving us to go off and do great and awesome things in two very different places in Abilene and Searcy. And so I'm going to just turn it over to them so they can introduce themselves. And I'm going to stop talking because, trust me, they've got plenty of awesome things to say. And so how are you guys doing? Tell us, tell, tell the audience just a little bit about yourself, your name, where you're going to school, and your major, and just... You know, just something fun. I don't know. Um, I'm Vivian Whittington, and I'll be going to Harding University in the fall, and I'll be studying art education. So I'm very excited about that. Um, my name is Scarlett O'Brien, and I'm going to Abilene Christian University. Scratch him. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> um, but I plan to study speech pathology and hopefully be a speech pathologist for deaf kids. Awesome. Yeah, you guys are going to both do some awesome things. And honestly, two really awesome schools. We love ACU and we love Harding. We have plenty of people that go or that were alumni from both universities. And also shout out to uh, Morgan, our former intern that is at Harding. And shout out to Laura, who is an ACU alum and also where I'm currently going to school. And so we just got ties everywhere. But no, thank you guys so much for being on the show with us. Um, this is the first episode. So any like nerves, butterflies about being on the first episode? Yes. I think I'm kind of like, <laughs> coasting along right now, but it'll be good. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit nervous, so <laughs> it's okay though. Well, so far you're doing really good. Okay. You said your name, you said what you're doing. <laughs> nice. And so already you're doing so much better than like I have, because I haven't even introduced myself, you know, I'm Jonathan. <laughs> and so we're talking just a little bit about um, this podcast is for just for people to know a little bit about what's going on in the lives of our students and in culture, but then also just talk about faith and a little bit of, hey, how do you how do you connect as a student or somebody who is Gen Z, a Gen Z student with your community, your culture, but also just with each other. And so you guys are number one on this episode. So this is super exciting, super fun. Um, thank you guys so much for being on yeah. here. And so how this is going to go is we're just going to have like a normal conversation. We're just going to have a couple of questions that you guys are going to navigate through. And then we'll talk a little bit about the Bible. Mm-hmm. And then we'll also have a rapid fire question, which I love. I love <laughs> this or that. Oh, no. <laughs> I liked watching that when we did that. Yes. On the fourth floor. And so now you get to experience it for yourself. Um, And then, you know, you guys will eventually, I'll turn it over to you guys. You guys can ask me any questions um, that you guys have prepared. And then we'll just kind of wrap up. So it'll be a really nice, easy flowing. Sounds um, good. Just conversation. 
one thing that I just absolutely love about YouTube is two things. You guys have known each other for a really long time, mm -hmm. okay? Um, and you guys connect really well with art. You know, you guys, I've seen both of you just express that in so many great ways. Um, but you guys have known each other. How long have you guys known each other? I think five years because I came here when I was a seventh grader. Okay. okay. And yeah, you weren't here in sixth grade. Right. So yeah. Yes. So five years. Okay. So five years, still a good amount of time. And <laughs> no. you guys, I would say, is that like, like what, like seventh, eighth grade? Is that yeah. right? So yeah. formative, mm -hmm. right? Middle Definitely. school is pretty formative. We saw each other at our most awkward, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so share, yeah, <laughs> share a little bit about maybe y'all's relationship or just any memories that maybe you guys have as you guys were going, growing up in the youth group at Mac or just anything. Do you guys have any memories or anything that you guys would want to share about? And then I got another question to follow up with this okay. one. I think my first summer here... I went to work camp. It might have been the second summer, but Scarlett was in my group, and I just remember being really grateful to have a friend, and we could just work alongside each other really well, so that was really fun. Yeah, I think we're, like, very compatible, yes. like, friendship-wise. Um, I, I remember in sixth grade when I first came up to the youth group, it was, like, the only people that were in our class that were moving up to the fourth floor was me and then Beck and Ethan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so I was, like, really grateful to have another girl in the youth group to be friends with. And we're still friends. So yes. that's I'm really grateful for that. And we had work camp together again this year, so that was really fun. Ah, full circle. Because so Scarlett did there. it for six whole years, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well, so you, so you guys started together doing work camp together and then finished up doing work camp together. Yeah. All on accident. I had no idea, but I'm glad it worked out. This it was way. a really yes. good group. Mm, definitely. Yeah, I heard a lot of good uh, stories because let's say was Morgan mm -hmm. also in y'all's group? Okay. Yes, she yes. was. She shared a lot. She said you guys did great. Also, we did. Uh, Mr. Herschel Craig, shout out to Herschel Craig. <laughs> yeah. You know, also said some great things about you guys. So he was really impressed. That's and so nice. you guys crushed it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Our but, house looked really good. Yes, I loved the, the color. Nice. Oh yes, that's a very beautiful house. If you haven't seen the pictures of the houses from Work Camp. Hit up our Instagram page because yes. it's fantastic. <laughs> um, but so this is my follow-up question. So something that I've noticed about the two of you is something that I think is pretty, it's different, it's odd, okay? <laughs> because I don't see a lot of it, but you two are both really close to your siblings, okay? So I just, I'm curious because, you know, I've got a brother and I've got a sister and we're not necessarily the closest, the bestest of friends. But when I see you two interact with your siblings, I'm like, man, it's almost like they like to be with each other. <laughs> and so that's very, like, that's new and foreign, I think, to a lot of people. So mm -hmm. would you guys tell me a little bit about the relationships that you have with your siblings? And then also, like, why do you think it is why it is or how it is? Um, my relationship, my, my brother's name is Clark, and he, um, he's like, oh my gosh, he's just so much fun to be with because... Since like just growing up I've always kind of like since he was born I've always been like attached to him and like wanted to spend time with him and so um just we kind of had similar interests growing up too um my dad kind of introduced me to video games and then me and Clark would play together a lot and then we would also play with Legos together and we would just do all kinds of things and we, like even now we hang out like mm. almost every night like just watching YouTube and that's like a really fun thing that I like to do with him. And um, 
yeah, he's kind of reached a different height than me now. <laughs> but because it's so, so now I have to yell at him to get him to hear me. But <laughs> so you mean like literally like reach a different height, as in like he's now taller? Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's. Well, let's say so. You guys sounds like you guys had a lot of similar interests, but then also you guys just spent a lot of time together. Yes. Okay, that's awesome, and I love your brother Clark. <laughs> Great guy. Great yes. guy. I think. Good dude. <laughs> so yeah, Viv, tell me a little bit about your relationship with your siblings. We've always been very close, and I was saying this earlier. It seems crazy to like not be really close with your siblings, because to me they like take precedent. They like are above friends when it comes to closeness for me so I don't Mm. seek out deep friendships sometimes and that's something I've noticed is a difference between me and other people who don't have a close relationship with their siblings because I already have that but sometimes that can be limiting in a way um but I am really gonna miss my sisters when I go to college so yeah that's that's really cool that's a really like that's a different perspective mm-hmm. that I don't know if I've ever really thought about is if you already have some of those deeper relationships and deeper bonds, mm-hmm. um, you don't always have to look for it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I Laura would make fun of me because I had eleven groomsmen <laughs> at my wedding, and so some might say I had too many of those <laughs> bonds. But it is interesting to see like when your family is some of your closest and best friends. You know, it's almost like, what else do you need? I've got family. Right. It's kind of like, you know, Fast and the Furious, you know, Don is always like, you know, everything's about family. Yeah. Okay. So not saying that, do you guys ever watch Fast and the Furious? I haven't. No. <laughs> Put it on your list. Put it on your list. But no, I, I think that's really cool and unique. Yeah. But I'm sure it's not always like blue skies and rainbows. No. I'm sure for for some of our listeners are like, well, I don't know. It's like, that can't be perfect, right? But I'm sure there is times where you do get annoyed of each other and you yeah. butt heads but kind of what helps you guys still keep that friendship intact even when those things happen um a lot of the time for me and Clark it's like um we never really this is I think pretty rare but we never really get into actual fights like if anything it's just like getting annoyed at each other mm-hmm. and that's pretty easy to like um recover from because it's just and a lot of the time it's just kind of stupid too like he's like I don't know chewing, chewing his food too loud or something stupid, <laughs> stupid like that <laughs> and so it's kind of easy to get over something like that and so um, it, as long as you just like kind of figure like it's not really worth it to be mad mm. about something like that then it's I think is it helps our relationship yeah I really like that you said that it's just like like is this worth it you mm-hmm. know some of these things that can seem really small you know family just seems to know the things that can kind of push your Mm -hmm. buttons and so these things seem really small the question is like is it really worth like losing or risking you know this relationship or the way that is formed for something that can be viewed as something very small like Clark chewing (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I like that do you got anything to add to that I don't really fight too much with my sisters Like, I feel like I could continue living with them when I'm older, if that ever happens. Mm. We, like, know how to stay out of each other's way pretty well. So that probably comes back around to the whole, like, other people versus my sisters thing. Where, like, we know how to not annoy each other. Not that, like, people in general annoy me, but, like, 
my social battery can get kind of drained in a way that is different around my siblings. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like you guys have not only good communication, but really good boundaries. Yes, I would say so. Okay, that's awesome. So if I can sum it up, you know, it's understanding the value of the relationship and seeing if, you know, getting really angry or upset about these things is really worth it. But then also having good communication mm-hmm. and good boundaries really right. help. And probably I should learn how to, like, speak about my boundaries to other people. And, like, <laughs> that's probably on me. Just... I don't know. Well, so we can always learn how to yeah. do and express um, ourselves a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, maybe it's easier for us to do with our family, yeah. but maybe it's harder to do with other people. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. And we're, we're still young. We're still figuring it out. Right. So. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But say, I'm still young. I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. You know? Let's yep. go. Yep. I appreciate you guys, like I said, sharing some of the things that you guys have in common with your siblings. But also, like I mentioned earlier, you guys both love art and connect with art in a very deep level that maybe maybe many of us don't really understand. You know, some of us, when we see a picture of art or anything like that, we're like, I just see paint. But maybe <laughs> you see something different. And so whether it's music, because also we've had plenty mm-hmm. of conversations about music, whether it's music, whether it's a painting or just something that you've seen that has artistic value how do you guys like what is it about art that you connect with and is there something that has made you guys gravitate to art or what is it about art that for you that just kind of connects you to something deeper to me like when I'm feeling artistically inspired that's when I'm the most happy and if I'm not feeling inspired I'm not always that happy so I feel like I try to do what I can to like foster that inspiration. Mm. So I seek that out in different ways, but I feel like art can mean different things to different people for sure. And I understand when people like don't necessarily see the value in a certain kind of art because mm-hmm. it's all so different. But yeah, I'm excited to go into a field of art and teaching art. So yeah. No, that's really cool. And you talked about inspiration. Um, one thing that I always think is really cool is whether it's music or just different types of art. Is there a form of art or something that inspires you guys that you guys always gravitate to when you look for that inspiration? Or is there something that you have done that afterwards, like, man, this really inspired me to do this, or this is something that I'm really proud of? Um, I get inspired by, like, music or other people's art but then mm-hmm. sometimes it comes from like um like just from a game I've been playing recently or like I just want to draw the characters or you know whatever mm-hmm. just a lot of times I'll be like really excited to draw something that comes from like music or like based on what someone else drew or you know whatever so other people's art almost like their inspiration is something that inspires you. Yes. That's kind of deep, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you guys made that connection. But that's really cool. I like that you said that of uh, sometimes seeing what other people have done gives you that inspiration, but also gives you, you know, maybe some creativity as well mm-hmm. to do something of your own. Yeah. I used to get annoyed by that question, like, what is art? And we talked about a- that a lot in some of my art classes in high school. But... I've started to like appreciate the question more because when we actually talked about it, I like learned about the types of art that other people love. And when you hear them talk Mm -hmm. about it, you start to appreciate it too. 
they, yeah you think about it in a way that you never thought about before and they usually seem so passionate about mm-hmm. it too so it's like yeah yeah it helps it helps us for me i think it helps us understand people a lot more if we know why it is mm-hmm. they do what they do or why they love what they love yeah it i think it humanizes them mm-hmm. instead of thinking of oh like you're different yeah or that's not good right this is good it gives it it helps you connect with them more so not only does art help us connect with ourselves but also helps us connect with right people really well yeah well that's really cool guys we're gonna take a quick break so we'll be right back all right we're picking back up on talking about youth slang okay (laughs) Which probably isn't the best way to categorize that, youth slang. I don't know whoever says that. It's really broad. Very broad. Um, But, so, I'm a youth minister, okay? I work with teens. That's just what I do. And I hear a lot of phrases, words that I've never heard before in my life. And so, what are some words that you hear or that have been invented, created, whatever... And what is it that they mean? Or And just tell me about just the phenomenon of just the different words that teens or adolescents use to describe how they're feeling or describe a bunch of different stuff. One that I think is kind of funny is Delulu. And <laughs> yeah, that's, that's short for one. delusional. Okay, I was about to say, that cannot be a word. And like, it's, <laughs> I feel like it comes at the price of someone's mental health in a way if they're like (laughs) okay another one is chronically online so if someone's chronically online and they have like a celebrity crush and they're like i'm delulu because i think this guy would go out with me or whatever oh so that's two different words delulu and then chronically online yeah they are very much interlinked with each other okay if you think about it so is that kind of describes somebody that may be separated from reality? Yes, okay. very much so. Okay, so instead of saying, hey, that person is separated from reality, they're like, man, that person's Delulu yes. because they're chronically <laughs> online. And people kind of, um, I don't think they take it for what it really is. Like, they try to make light of it. And, okay. And I'm like, oh, I, I'm worried about <laughs> you. You're like, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you know what yeah. that means. And I guess it's like maybe online is better than their real life so that's like, oh, okay that's yes. kind of sad like, okay so yeah. It's, yeah so it's easier to connect yeah online because in online i can maybe live this yes. life out where in reality it's not necessarily going the way that yeah. i would want it to or... yeah exactly okay scarlett do you have any words or phrases that i just... was thinking of one that clark uses has started to use more recently and I can't put my finger on it right now, but um, another one that I think is kind of going out is Riz. Yeah, I wrote that down too. It's, it's going out. It's I, on the I, way out. I, I okay. think so. I think so. It's hard to tell sometimes because then it just like randomly right. goes away. But I, it's really funny when people are like, "Oh, what does it mean?" And they describe. It's like it's charisma. Yeah. But okay. when when they say, "Oh, it's just charisma," then and then the people saying it are like, "No, it's Riz." Yeah. <laughs> and then they describe. Then what is it? Then and then they describe what charisma is. So it's okay. So it's kind of the same as Riz is kind of the same as charisma. Yeah, but yeah. not really. They kind of take on their own meaning. Okay, like the yes. words will never be what they used to be once they've gotten onto TikTok. <laughs> Very true. Uh, and so TikTok has a major influence, and I would just say some social media outlets yeah. have a major influence on the words that we use um, mm-hmm. today, right? Yep. Yeah, I remember <laughs> hearing about Riz in our group 
on Wednesday night and <laughs> Hana was there. And I was like, I have never heard of that before. But now I'm very well versed in You're like, Riz. I haven't stopped hearing it. And, yeah. yeah. And like you mentioned, Riz is kind of on the way out. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the pattern that we see these words. As soon as it, it is almost as soon as I finally figure out what they mean, <laughs> there's a new set of words that I have to learn. Yeah. And so I think that kind of speaks a little bit to our culture of, you know, thinking about iPhones and products is it's almost as soon as we kind of figure something out, there's something new that mm-hmm. we have to almost learn all over again. Yeah. And so that's kind of wild to me, mm-hmm. but maybe that's a conversation for a different time. Yeah. I don't like to think about it. It's <laughs> like, it's like a since, sense of dread. Yeah. And since the internet is like so fast, like it's, that's why like language just fades out so fast is because the internet is like, well, yeah, and yes. but it's, it's crazy. Well, and just even, I mean, the trends, even video trends, it's oh, almost yeah. like somebody catches something mm-hmm. and then immediately they can put it on the internet, they can put it on TikTok, any sort of app, and it can get so many views in the matter of hours. Yeah. And so that ends up having its own trajectory and own impact as well. Yeah, so. it, it kind of depends on who you are too, because I was watching a YouTube video the other day and a guy like was doing some sort of experiment on the internet and he was like, okay, how fast am I going to get replies? And like every few seconds he was getting like comments from people and it was like so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the refresh, the refresh, the refresh. Yeah. And so then you're stuck to it. It speaks a lot to the culture of these words always, always changing and adapting. Mm-hmm. Um, where like in previous generations, like I felt like the word cool. <laughs> yeah meant oh awesome great for like 20 years yeah. Yeah. and then now it's like well you know bussin which <laughs> that's a different word that i don't quite sure i know exactly what it means but does it kind of mean like cool my dad started saying that because marla said it so much let's go and think... he just started saying no cap oh no, no. cap it, isn't that one dated though? yeah yeah <laughs> so real quick for people that don't know what that means what is bussin and no cap bussin is like when the food is really good yeah this food is bussin yeah <laughs> oh my um, gosh so marla loves she still says that that might be on the way out Probably yeah, is already. I, I think it is. But um, she likes to say things ironically, so. Yeah, but and the no cap is like no lie, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like no cap, this food is best. Right. right, right. <laughs> if you want to combine them. That. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all these, like, that'll be on the way out. Mm-hmm. And so they don't last as long. We're, we're yeah. probably used to. Yeah. But, well, that's cool. I, re- I really appreciate you guys <laughs> helping me understand this language a little bit more. And speaking of, of language and, and trying to figure out what it means and try to understand it. You know, one of my favorite people of all time, Jesus. Oh, me too. Huge fan. Yeah, wasn't that good? Yeah. Wasn't that really good? Yeah, was like legit. <laughs> Look at you. Well, he, you know, has plenty of teachings, and one of his favorite ways of teachings is parables. And this past summer on Sunday mornings in our youth group, we talked a lot about Jesus' parables and the meaning behind them. And one of the ones that I had you guys kind of look over in prepping for this episode is the parable of the wedding feast. And so I'm going to read it real quick. And then I just want to, I just curious, what do you think Jesus was trying to say when he talked about this parable? Okay, so if you got your Bibles, we're in Luke 14, 7 through 14. All right, so parable of the wedding feast. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this person your seat. 
then humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place, then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then Jesus said to his host, when you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. All right, so what's Jesus said a lot of things here. What do you guys, when you guys read this passage or you hear this passage, what do you think Jesus is trying to talk about? Or what do you think he's addressing here? I feel like he seems to be tired of people making a fool of themselves almost. Like, I wonder if he took notice of this phenomenon where people try to place themselves higher and then consequently get embarrassed Mm -hmm. due to their own actions. So it's kind of nice of him to give people advice. Here's how to not be humiliated. Yeah, (laughs) but it's also important just from a humanity perspective to, like, humble yourself. Yes, and not, like, just in the, Mm -hmm. like dinner environment right like, just in general mm-hmm. yeah and i love that jesus always uses like <laughs> almost like his context like yeah. he was in the context here he's he's with a bunch of people mm-hmm. he's having a meal and he's like take this for instance like what we're doing right now because he's noticing mm-hmm. so you know i think it's super interesting Vivian, that you brought up maybe he saw a lot of this mm-hmm. and he's just like you know what this would be a really good time <laughs> to help you out yeah teachable moment teachable moment yes. here but i think you know you Y'all bring up a good point of just, I think there's a lot to learn here. You probably saw a lot of people trying to, I think in their minds, do what they thought was right. Mm -hmm. And something that was going to benefit them. And then to later on, like Jesus sees like, hey, you think this is benefiting you, Mm -hmm. but it's not. If you really, like if you're really trying to gain something if you're really trying to do something different this is what you do Mm -hmm. which is very different than you know what we're kind of told too of if you want to achieve in life if you want to be great in life like it's almost do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. where jesus saying here a little bit of a, a contrary message of you know humility is almost more important than status Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you guys kind of hit on it even earlier in the episode where you guys were talking about just, I mean, talking about your relationship with your brother, Clark, where sometimes there can be some annoyances and you could have easily been like, I'm the older sibling, do what I say, right? (laughs) Or I'm sure you can think of instances like that where we sometimes have that status mindset, but yet, is it worth it? You know, at what cost? And so Jesus is kind of giving a warning to that a little bit. Like you said, Vivian, it's almost like, hey, if you do this, you may end up looking like a fool. Right. And I feel like that's so different from, yeah, like the rhetoric of today where it's like fake it till you make it and everyone wants to be successful, whatever that means to them. And they put like other people down 
to get higher, mm-hmm. which yeah. is never the answer. A lot of the time, that it just kind of makes themselves feel better, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really put them any higher right. in the end. Yeah, it's like, it may make me feel better for a moment, but does it really change anything? Right. No, that's a really good insight. Well, I appreciate you guys sharing a little bit about that. Um, because I think there's so much that we can gain from the parables of Jesus mm-hmm. that I think go so far, even impacts you know us today. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to move on to our next segment. All right, so we're starting back up to our rapid-fire this or that question. And so we're going to start first with Scarlett. We've asked Vivian to step out for a quick second. That way we can ask Scarlett the questions, and Vivian doesn't know what questions are coming up. So... What's going to happen is I'm going to give you a minute to answer as many this or that questions. Okay. Uh Are you ready? (laughs) I guess. Okay. I was about to say, super easy, super quick and painless. Don't worry about it. But you got (laughs) one minute and we're starting right now. Okay. Pineapple pizza or candy corn? Um, Candy corn. (laughs) Talking pets or talking babies? Oh, talking pets. Glass half full or glass half empty? Half full. Ketchup or ranch? Uh, neither. Neither? Okay, sort by price or by rating? Um, rating. Sauce on the side or sauce on the top? No sauce. <laughs> Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Uh, smooth. Zombies or vampires? Vampires. Working hard or hardly working? Working hard. Robots or dinosaurs? Uh, d- robots. Guac or salsa? Mmm... I neither. <laughs> Speeding ticket or parking ticket? Uh, parking ticket. Passwords or secret handshakes? Secret handshakes. Loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? Oh, uh, loud neighbors. Babies dressed as animals or animals dressed as humans? Animals dressed as humans. Ah, all right. So that is one minute. And okay. so, hey, you did great. You made it to 15. Okay. okay. Was, is that a lot? <laughs> it is. It's, it's, quite a, it's quite a bit. Okay. And so... <laughs> I was really intrigued by uh, some of your answers, like the babies dress as animals or animals dress as humans. And here in a moment, we'll bring in Viv and then we can compare the answers, which is super fantastic. Okay. Hey, thanks so much for playing. All right, now we're joined with Vivian. We've asked Scarlett to step out for a quick second. So I'm going to ask you a series of rapid fire questions. It's this or that questions. And you have a minute to answer as many as you can get. All right. Okay. There is... A number to beat. I'm going to share with you afterwards and see if you, if you, if you beat Scarlett's number. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Ready, set, go. Pineapple pizza or candy corn? Candy corn. Talking pets or talking babies? Talking pets. Glass half full or glass half empty? Glass half full. Ketchup or ranch? Ketchup. Sort by price or by rating? Price. Sauce on the side or sauce on top? On top. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Smooth. Zombies or vampires? Vampires. Working hard or hardly working? Hardly working. Robots or dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Guac or salsa? Guac. Speeding ticket or parking ticket? Speeding. Passwords or secret handshakes? Secret handshakes. Loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? Nosy neighbors. Babies dressed as animals or animals dressed as humans? Um, babies dressed as animals. Television series or movie? Movie. Takeout or sit-down restaurant? Takeout. Board games or card games? Card. Beach or mountains? Mountains. And that is our time. All right. Hey, you did great. All right. So you got all the way to 19. Nice. Okay. All right. We're going to bring in Scarlett so we can compare our notes here. 
So what we got here is uh, Scarlett, you made it all the way to 15, okay? And Vivian made it to 19, okay? okay. So four question difference. Yeah. Not that. I, hey, it was a close great race. job. Yes, I, I mean race. I expected it though. I, <laughs> <laughs> has anyone ever gotten all the way to the end? I was about to say when we did it with Becky last oh, year, yeah. I think she made it to like twenty eight. Oh my god, her and Catherine kind of crushed it. I don't know okay. how they think so fast. I don't. Yeah, either. honestly. Yeah, about to say because I was kind of like thinking, you know, the babies dressed as animals or animals dressed as human. Let me think about that one mm-hmm. for a second. Right, know? that one's a doozy. It is, and so you guys are fantastic. Really proud of you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Um, is there? about to say any questions that like now thinking back on it you're like you know I kind of regret it mm, I don't know not really no I mean I was pretty truthful in my aunt I mean that's good yeah yeah okay so you're sticking with it mm-hmm. all right We're no sick. judgment here well thank you guys so much for playing this quick game of rapid fire um as we're kind of kind of moving to the kind of the close of the episode uh, talking a little bit about reflecting back on your time in the youth group What's something that you wish you would have experienced more during your time? Or if you could go back and talk to your younger self, what's something you wish you would share, you could share with them? I would tell myself to like participate in more youth group activities in the summer and just to be less scared of social things because they're very fun to look back on and they're very good. Uh, I don't know. They're just good. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. So... Um, I feel like for my younger self, um, something that I've gained over the years is confidence. And Mm -hmm. most of that kind of came when, so I used to have friends in the youth group and they left for like during COVID. And during that time, it kind of, kind of forced me to branch out and make new Mm -hmm. friends. But I kind of wish I had done that sooner because I really love the friends that I made now. And I didn't really talk to Vivian very much before they left, but I'm glad that we started talking yes, more. definitely. And it was really something good that came out of that. Yeah, so sometimes going outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. is something that can help you grow. And you don't know what's out there until you step out, yep. which is kind of like the premise of Moana a yeah. little bit, you yeah. know? So we got a lot of tie-ins here. But no, I yeah, I would I appreciate just your time in the youth group, just the almost three years that I've had the chance to get to know you guys. I've seen how much you have grown since when I first walked in to I mean, <laughs> maybe new laugh just so that I think <laughs> you you can think back of oh that first encounter when we were at the Mac lot. I mean, mm-hmm. this was even before yes. the pavilion and just that first meeting and seeing just how much you have grown since that first meeting. It's just really cool to see. So. Yeah, it's crazy that it's only been three years. I uh, know. Yeah. Is it? Has it been a whole three years? It hasn't not? been a whole wow, three years. We're looking at so... about two and a half. Whoa. We need to have like an anniversary party. Honestly. <laughs> three year anniversary we party. We should yeah. do that. Okay, I feel like five. I feel like we should five years. You know, when you guys are done with college, mm, okay. come back. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll throw a party. Definitely. Okay. Easy. Good. All right. I'm gonna switch gears a little bit, and I'm gonna flip over the questions to you guys. You guys get to put me in the hot seat. All right. So what two questions do you have for me? This is one for each of you. Okay. Um, let's see. I wrote a couple down. Um, do you think having your own son will change you as a youth minister or the way you minister? Man, that is... You would. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I mean, I guess it's hard to know yet. But... Uh, I think the answer is yes. And you're right. It's hard to know, but I would assume something would change in me. Um, 
you know, I've done youth ministry as a single youth minister Mm -hmm. without a spouse for, I did that for about five years. Um, And then this year, you know, when Laura and I got married, I mean, that changed how I did youth ministry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura, shout out to her, has been one of the biggest blessings and assets to our ministry. Um, I hope you guys would agree. She's oh, amazing. Yes. yes. And so having that um, has been super awesome and great to experience. And then now to have a son mm-hmm. as a part of this family, I think I'm excited for it. A little bit nervous. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I'm nervous in the sense of, my time you mm. know I know selfishly I would love to give all my time to my family mm-hmm. and so I would learn a little I think I'm going to learn a lot about boundaries here that's not so, selfish though yes yeah. you're right you're right you're right it's just it's just kind of a part of life to just figure that out so yes. yeah yeah and so those are some of the challenges that I think could could come mm-hmm. but also I think it would it's going to stretch me and I think also it'll give me a different perspective. I think I'll be able to have a better perspective of even just how our parents interact with their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, because having your own kid, it'd be like, oh, some of these things make a little mm-hmm. bit more sense and mm-hmm. can also like, yeah, no, I, 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 I feel like having that lens can also, right. yeah, it's just connect a little bit better with some of our parents. Mm-hmm. But then also just, um, I don't know, something about having a baby in the youth group, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of just pass around. Look at him. Yeah, hey guys. But also just to have around, I think yeah. it's super exciting. But yeah, I'm excited for it. But yeah, there are some things that make you nervous and, you know, mm-hmm. interested to see how it goes. Yep. Um, I didn't really put as much thought as Sibian did into questions, but I'm also asking about your son, of course. Let's go. Um, but what kinds of music do you think like, would you Ooh. want your son to pick up? I think about this quite oh, wow. literally every day. I actually have a playlist. Songs oh. for my son. Oh, yes, that I really, cry. yes, very much want him to listen to as he's, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a mix of a bunch. One, a lot of the themes kind of fall the same. It's songs about father-son relationships, mm-hmm. family. Oh, yeah. But then also I want it to be very broad. You know, mm-hmm. I want, you know, our son to no Spanish music because mm-hmm. it's super important to me, but also like R and B because that's also really important, but also just rock music is that was super formative <gasps> in like my life yeah. because like that's what I listened to growing up a lot in like our house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I hope he just I hope he just likes music. <laughs> Let's just start there. I hope he likes yeah. music. That's a good starting point. You know, um I hope he has a passion for it, but if not, that's fine. I'll get over it you know, for the next. <laughs> Eventually. <month>. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's a good question. If I had to pick one, I think I would love for him to fall in love with rock. Yeah, that's that's cool. So, good question. You could take him to rock concerts. Oh my that's gosh, That's the dream. Yes. The dream. <laughs> I love seeing that at concerts when there's like a little kid on their dad's shoulders oh, with yeah. like the sound canceling headphones <laughs> yes. and burst their little baby eardrums. I'm interested yeah. to see what our son's like first concert's gonna be <laughs> oh, and that's like things like that one yeah. that's a good one yeah yeah what but, would you want for that potentially uh so i don't know it just kind of depends on how old we want I, so there's <laughs> yeah. a famous mexican musician called luis miguel mm-hmm. probably my favorite he's coming to san antonio Ooh. in november nice. but he's also coming back in may okay and so 
there's a chance in May <laughs> yeah. that we might go. <laughs> Take your newborn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Like Viv said, no, like, noise-canceling headphones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yes. But I don't know. Probably not. But yeah. that's a shot in the dark. We'll try it out. Yeah. But probably not. Um, so, speaking of my son, okay. Thank you guys for those questions, by yeah. the way. Those are yeah. great. Uh, but speaking of my son, who do you think our son is going to be more like? Laura or myself, and we're talking about appearance, but also maybe even personality. Um, what do you think? What kind of traits do you think our son is going to have? That's such a hard question. Yeah, because um, I love both of you. I know Aww. you both have like really good qualities. Yes, like Laura is like really gentle, but she also is like firm when she needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's gonna come in handy with parenting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, but like she like she (laughs) your son she (laughs) but he um probably is gonna have a great sense of humor like you Mm -hmm. as well oh yes yeah no i hope he's as gentle as as laura is because that would be awesome Mm -hmm. and i personally think he's gonna end up more like laura but i don't know maybe what do you think um i don't know like maybe just a blend of both of you would Mm. be really fun I don't know. It's hard to, like, conceptualize that. Yeah. So. We had some friends uh, who had us over for, they threw us a baby shower. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because I've never seen anybody do this before. But they took pictures of me and Laura <laughs> and cut it up. <laughs> it made it into, like, almost, like, puzzle pieces. Oh, and so you so can so make your <clears throat> own, like. Amalgamation. But they're, like, yeah. adults. <laughs> like, yeah, it's I was about to say, so it's like, it was like one of our engagement <laughs> pictures. super weird. But hilarious. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Maybe I'll show, you, I'll show you guys some pictures later. I appreciate you guys taking this time to just talk with me, have a conversation. Um, last but not least, you guys, like I said at the beginning, you guys are sadly leaving us. Yep. You guys are going your separate ways um, to Abilene and to Cersei. So... What are some things that you guys are looking forward to the most about college? Um, I'm looking forward to just doing all the social activities and spending time with new friends and um, like football games and all that. And also just kind of like learning more about like how to do a job, which it sounds scary, but also like I feel like it's going to be it'll it'll feel fulfilling Mm -hmm. once I get it done. Yeah, so. I'm looking forward to also social things and like exploring what it's like to be independent for the first time because I feel like that will hit in a weird way probably so but I'm also excited to see Morgan the intern yes because I'm the lucky one who gets to have her at my school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lucky, lucky. We love yeah. Morgan Little. <laughs> so it's nice to have some people I know. My cousin mm. will also be at Harding as a freshman. That's so, awesome. yeah. Well, I'm excited to see plenty of pictures, share plenty of stories when you guys come back and visit us. Yes. Definitely. But like I said, thank you guys so much for being on the show with us. Thanks and for having me. Yeah, no, you yeah. guys are awesome. You guys are rock stars. And, you know, next episode we'll have Beck and Ethan joining us to talk a little bit about their own experiences. Oh, fun. <laughs> so we're pumped. And so thank you guys so much for being on. And I hope you enjoyed that episode. We'll be posting episodes on the last Tuesday of every month. But this week we premiere two new episodes. So make sure to check out our second episode with Beck Bailey and Ethan Perkins. Have a great day.